0: An awful week for us, culminating in 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 the end of this homestand, um, and we got to get we got to get right, we got to get better, and um, you know it, it starts now on the road as as we head to Minnesota. Um, you know, a lot of good things happened tonight. Um, you know, able to put some pressure on them early, build a little bit of a lead. Domingo threw the ball well, um, you know, and then they held us down for a while. A lot of big at bats late. Um, but we gotta, you know, we gotta find a way to start scratching out some W's.
1: Flip. That was Aaron Boone talking to the media following Sunday's six, five extra innings loss to the Red Sox. The loss, unfortunately completed a sweep for the Red Sox. And as Boone said, it was an awful week. Is there any other way to describe it? Flip? None. It was awful. It was, um, uh...
0: It was an awful week uh, for the New York Yankees. Um, you know they they play two good teams, uh, but the Yankees are supposed to be a good team, and you really test your mettle when you play true competition. And the Rays and the and the Red Sox are true competitors to the Yankees. Uh, One, we saw, we saw the race, you know, as two competitors. I don't know that a lot of people saw the Red Sox at the beginning of the season as true competitors to the Yankees other than the rivalry, which is always going to be there. That's, and that's, you know, historic and among the, you know, the best in the game, if not the best in the game. So that will always bring out, uh, you know, uh, some, some passion and some heat for sure. But uh, the, the fact is that there's no excuses. The Yankees just didn't, they, they were outplayed by, I know they split the four games with, uh, with the Rays, but, you know, the Rays played them, you know, uh, played them tough in at in, 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 in Yankee Stadium, in the Yankees' own ballpark. And and there's the, the, no other way to put it. The Red Sox just uh, totally had their way with the Yankees. There's no other way to put it. And so, yeah,
1: it was a bad week. Sunday alone, I think they left 12 men on base, which is obviously frustrating. And, and to me, that tells me, like, that- the the offense just isn't clicking yet. They haven't found fifth gear, and I guess what I want to know from you, Flip, is how does that happen on a team this late in the season with such talented players?
0: You know, it's a t- it's tough to figure. It's tough to figure when you see the 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 offensive pedigree that is very much the the dynamic of the Yankee offense, and you sit there and you just scratch your head that you say. These players are better than this. Why are they not hitting? Um, and it's just, it's mystifying. I, there's no, there's no real answer other than to say that's the game. You know, the game is, is a game of, of, uh, of, of, of streaks and, you know, of being hot and being cold. And it's a very humbling game. I mean, you've heard it. It sounds like a cliche and I guess it is, but you've heard it a thousand times. It's a very humbling game and it's, and, and. And to be honest with you, I, I it's, 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 I don't know when I don't have an answer as to why their offense hasn't clicked. It should have clicked. I mean, I, I I don't know anybody who saw that their offense would be in the malaise that it's been in for as long as it's been in, because quite candidly, they really haven't hit outside of a couple of games. They haven't hit at all. And I actually saw them hitting a little bit better. I know, I know they'd left a, they left a ton of guys on base Sunday night uh, against the, against the Red Sox. I know we left a ton of guys in scoring position. I know it was just not, it was a bad night, but it's been a bad season offensively for them. And I mean, if there's anything that you take solace in is that some guys are starting judges has played pretty well. Judges had a good offensive year, but you know, and LeMay, you is struggling to starting to come around a little bit. Torres is starting to hit. That's incredibly important to the Yankee staff. Torres come around. So, you know, the, you know, and Frazier's been hitting a little bit. So, you know, they are coming around a little bit, but, but still in all, it's not enough, and, and they've got to do much, much better for the Yankee offense to, to make a difference. They, they have to show up, and they have to show up with, with regularity and consistency, and they've got to sort of take a different approach because the three-run homer is not hitting. You know, you can't, you can't hit three-run homers with no one on base. <laughs> you just can't. So they have to think of another approach offensively to how to you know how to get some runners on and how to get some runners home because what they're doing right now just is not working.
1: A good point on Judge and Torres. Let me give you Torres. Last ten games, batting three hundred three on base of three sixty eight. His OPS is eight twenty three. So he's coming around. Um, mm-hmm. Judge has been playing great. I think all season long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frazier, you know what I like out of Frazier? He's, he's seen a lot of pitches. He's walking more. Um, yeah. I still like his defense. I know you and I will fight over that. There's one player, though, that stands out, and I don't mean to pick on just one player, but it does stand out to me as Carlos Stanton um, because if you look at the numbers, when he's doing well, the Yankees are doing well, and when he's doing poorly, the Yankees are doing poorly. So, for example, his first 15 games this season, he batted 158, and the Yankees were 6-9. and nine. The next 18 games, he batted 378, and they were 12-6. and six. And now he's back. Eight games. He's batting 083, and the Yankees are two and six.
0: Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't know if I would go as far as to say, you know, as, as, as Stanton goes, so go the Yankees. But obviously, his bat is hugely important to them. And when he's, he is a difference maker when he's healthy and when he's contributing and he's, you know, in a consistent groove. He's he's he can carry a ball club. There's no question he can carry a ball club. Look what he did in the postseason last year. I mean, the first five or six you know playoff games. I mean, he's in every game. Yankees won them all. So or just about them all. So that just tells you how important his contributions are when he's hitting. He makes a big. He's a difference maker in that lineup because he also gives. You know, he also can give you. He also protects some people because you know he's you. You don't want to put him on base because of the guys hitting behind him. So it's very, very important that, 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 you know, he come around and quite candidly, he really hasn't. And to your point, he, other than that, he had a little streak. He had one streak. He started off slowly. Then he had a really hot streak where he really was doing some considerable damage Then he's cooled off again. And, you know, is, is it injury? Is it the inconsistency that injury is causing and Why he can't stay on the field and therefore he can't find a consistent stroke? I mean, that certainly could be part of this. There's no doubt, but there's no doubt to your point. I mean, the numbers don't lie. When, when he's hitting the Yankees are, can be a very different ball club and, and for a whole, whole sundry of reasons. But right now um, he's just not hitting like, like everyone else is not hitting. So therefore the struggles.
1: You said one word there that I want to unpack a little bit inconsistency because he's not playing every day. you know you'll see him play two games take a day off, same thing um, is that should they maybe have had a rehab assignment it's while he he could work himself back as opposed to throwing him into the bigs you
0: know i, I, I it's, that's an that's an interesting question i I don't know. I think it's hard for somebody like that when the Yankees are struggling so mightily for offense and you have a bat that potentially is as potent as his bat can be. And I mean, you have the you have the empirical evidence when he plays and he's healthy. You could see what a terrific player he can be offensively. So the fact that he hasn't been able to stay on the field hasn't been healthy. You know, and therefore he struggled and therefore the, the team struggled. You know, I, I don't know if by sitting him down or sending him to for a rehab assignment, if it you know, if it would have mattered, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But because again, do you take that bat out of, are you better off trying to let him play himself into the shape that he needs to be, you know, to be at bat, major league ready, right? Maybe it's better off letting him play at the big league level because he can always walk into pitches because he walks into a fair number of pitches because he's so strong. He's what we call a collision hitter. Uh, you know, he just walks into a pitch and off it goes because he can walk into a fastball, there's no doubt. Even when he's fooled and he's not sitting fastball, he can still walk into one. So you, do you take that chance and say we're struggling mightily for offense and there's a guy who could, potentially could, you know, sw- swing a bat as, as quick as his bat speed that he has, could walk into a pitch for sure. So, or are you better off just saying, you know, we'll give him a rehab assignment and we'll see how that, that goes. I, I tend to think you're better off playing him than, and hopefully that he's, he finds, the you know, the back of his baseball card and sees what that says.
1: Yeah, I can't argue that, especially when you look at how hot he was prior to the injury and he's going to walk into a bunch of home runs. I can't argue. Looking back now when he's batting 083, it's easy for me to say, boy, he should have been on a rehab assignment. But I would have been tempted to play him as well. Uh, I want to go back to Sunday. I want to talk about balls and strikes. Before we do that, we should probably set the table. I am Kevin Sullivan from the Digital Media Department here at Yes, alongside, as always, Mr. John J. Filippelli, who is a Hall of Famer, b- Sports Broadcasting Hall of Famer. How are you today, Flip? I am well, Kevin. Thank you, and uh, that's your name, Kevin, right? Kevin. Yeah. Like yeah.
0: I've been called a lot, but yeah, Kevin. nice to see you again. Nice to nice to meet you, Kevin. And <laughs> you know what else? You, besides a name, Kevin, we have we always tell people to rate, review, and subscribe because that's very important to us and. Apparently, they're doing that uh, in abundance. So, we say thank you to those of the people who've taken the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It's very important. So, thank you
1: very much. And I have big news on the email front, but that's a tease. You're, uh, you're going to have to wait until we get to our email. Cy did Cy Young write in? <laughs> Cy Young did not write us uh, okay. in. Okay. We had the Cy Young thing a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, getting back to Sunday, as promised, yeah. I, it's just a string of events for me now with these balls and strikes. These umpires. Uh, I'm biased, but they're not giving the Yankees any balls and strikes. And the other team, especially on Thursday, the Rays, the Rays game, they were just squeezing call. Have you seen anything like this?
0: Uh, it's bad. I mean, some of the calls have been egregious. I mean, that that call, is, as we as we record this, it's Monday, so the call last night. I mean, that that I mean, I, who knows what could have happened? To the Yankees get that call. That 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 was a was that a. Uh, a Morale killer, it was that. A, a, did that squeeze the lifeblood out of the Yankees? It, it really did. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, there's no excuse, no excuse on a big league level to have umpiring like that. It was just, it was dreadful. Sorry, it was just awful. And it should not be. The, there's a lot of good empire, got a good umpires, and, and uh, then there's, there's no reason, there's no excuse for that uh, to have uh, that kind of performance. And uh, it just isn't. I, mean, I, I I can't sit here and justify it. You can't. Sorry, right. it really hurt the Yankees.
1: Where are you on uh, Robot Umps? Where am I on Robo
0: Umps? I'm not there. I'm just not there. You know, I, I'm, uh, you know I, we put the box in a couple of years ago, the strike box. And that's about as far as I wanted to go. And I've always said to people, that's not exactly a true strike zone. It's pretty close, though. It really is. But, you know, again, any major league umpire who's worth the salt, and all the batters, every player will tell you, every player will tell you this that it's about consistency with our favorite word consistency used to be stay on the field Now it's consistency it's about consistency it's about are you calling it for both teams and if you're calling it a couple of inches outside as long as it's for both teams every both teams will adjust because they know it's coming they know that's your strike zone it's when it varies from pitch to pitch or out to out when when that strike zone is varying and changing and every moving and every free flowing as opposed to being consistent, Therein lies the problem because batters then can't adjust. And you'll see that players on both sides are having trouble. And that's what you are seeing a lot of this year. Players on both sides are having trouble with the strike zones because they're just, they're just not consistent. The umpires have not, for whatever reason, you know, there's some very good umpires. Don't get me wrong. There really are. There's a little, some great umpires, but there's also a lot to are uh, just don't get it done. And, uh, and, and um, they're not consistent. So therefore, you get the, you're getting some of the results that you're getting. But both teams seem to be complaining about it. Is it just the Yankees or is it just the opposition? It seems like both teams seem to be complaining about the, the, lack, of, the lack of consistency because
1: that's really what it is, and it's a mess. Let me ask you something. The next time you want to watch Goodfellas or whatever movie is your favorite movie, do you want to hop in your car, go to Blockbuster, hope it's there, rent it, come home and then watch it? Or do you just want to press a button and watch it? Do I just want to watch it or do I want to press a button and watch it? Is that the question? Hey, I'll give you another example on the next Yankees game. Do you want to watch it on your black and white tube TV? Or do you want to watch it on a 70 screen, flat screen, 70 inch flat screen HD? My point is technology. <laughs> you might want to, <laughs> Technology makes things yeah. better, and we have technology to Good make theory. it better and to make it right. I don't want to go to Blockbuster and hope Goodfellas is there. I just want to press the button because now it's a it. better way. Yes. I just want the strikes to be strikes. And, and when I- they're not, what do you do? They're balls. <laughs> well, obviously. I mean, if they're not one <laughs> or the other,
0: right, that's, uh, that's very pressure on your part. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. It's it's right. It's one, You're very good, Kev. That's good. Uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna sound overly dramatic here, but there are literally hundreds of millions of dollars at risk, billions of dollars, and we have these mistakes happening when we have a chance to fix them with technology.
0: Well, I mean, that's that was the theory behind replay, right? Is mm-hmm. the theory behind replay that you right. you'll, you'll fix an obvious mistake and. But I mean, there's such also thing. I mean, there is such a thing as a human element in sports. That we always say that there should be, and and you know, I, I like the fact that, it, that not everything is legislated by a by a, you know a, a robotic scenario. I, I like the fact that the, there there is a you know a human element to the game. I think it's very important to have that. I, I do in all sports. I think it's important to have a human element. You're right, though, to your point. It's nice to be able to get it back to get it right because. Ultimately, it's that kind of inconsistency that makes drives people uh, sh- to to be stay on the straight and narrow, if you will.
1: I bet. What was the the Tigers Galarraga, the pitcher who had the perfect game? That wasn't Andrew.
0: Right? Gal- uh, not Andrew His name was uh, uh, Galarraga. Was his name? Yeah, Armando Galarraga. Armando, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Galarraga? yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, yeah. jump
1: in if we don't have it right. And,
0: and uh, Joyce was the umpire.
1: Yeah, Jim Joyce. Armando Galarraga. Yeah, Jim yes. A.J. Herman, our producer. Thank you, A.J. Yeah, he Thank likes you, technology. AJ. He would have liked technology. He would have a perfect game.
0: Yes, he would have. But that's just, that's just not. The, by the way, he's probably more famous for not having the perfect game.
1: You know what? You're right. So, But he, he would probably take the perfect game. You
0: can't always get your, you your lemon pound cake from Starbucks and eat it, too. <laughs>
1: Speaking of poor calls, Sunday we saw two Yankees coaches get ejected. Um, one of them, Phil Nevin had an IV in his arm. Uh, you have to like that fire. Am I right?
0: Oh yeah. I, I like Phil. Phil is a, Phil's a tough customer and he doesn't take prisoners and he's just, uh, he's going to tell you what he thinks. And he's going to just, you know, he's going to, uh, he's going to go down with the ship. He's going to fight the fight. And, uh, you got to love Phil for that. You have a lot of respect for him. He's an old time baseball man. And, uh, and, uh, he's proven his worth, uh, many, many times over really has.
1: I liked the fire. Unfortunately, on Twitter, though, and Twitter being Twitter, saying Twitter things, they took that Boone, or I'm sorry, Nevin coming out all fired and turned it around on Boone saying it should have been Boone being all fiery. I, can't, I take issue with that because Boone has always had his guys' backs, always. And we've seen he's not afraid to get in umps' faces. So it's not Boone's fault to control Nevin's emotions at that point in time. Right.
0: You're right. I mean, so if anything, I think he's got to control his team's emotions because somebody has to keep the team emotion in check. And it's, it's easier said than done. You could say, well, I want my manager in everyone's face. I want him to fight. I want him to get thrown out. I want to do all those things. I want him to be Billy Martin. I want to kick dust. I want to do all those things. But, you know, but then you reach a point where you say, how much of this, of that kind of, even though it's reactionary behavior and it's justifiable, I mean, how much of it is still going to cause an issue for a team? And I, I think it's really important that, I think it's important that a ump fight, that I'm, I'm sorry, that a manager fight for his team, no doubt. But I also think he has to have the greater good and understand the greater the greater need of the moment. And at that moment, it was important that he he stay on the field because they needed they need his strategizing in a big game situation. He's got the most experience in terms of running the show, and they really need to let him run it. So, therefore, I would say that it was important that he important that he make a statement, but also important he support his guy, but also important he not get thrown out.
1: That's a good point I didn't even think of, right? Like, I, I forget the sequence of events, but was Mendoza already out? Like, he can't go, too. Boone can't go, too. He has to be careful.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right.
1: Switching gears a little bit, let me. this is a, a potentially troubling um, trend, I think. It's the Yankees' base running I think we should talk about. Mm-hmm. It's been terrible. It's, it has been good. Heading into the weekend, they ran into 28 outs in 56 games. That's a, more than a full game's worth of outs. These are mental errors. These aren't well, physical errors. Right. Physical well, errors I mean, you could almost accept. That's what's
0: killing them. It's killing them. I mean, those those are the things that are just destroying them. Is their inability to look you you can to win to win baseball games. To me, it's 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 pretty simple. You got to be able to pitch, but part of pitching is also defense. It's not giving the other team the extra outs that you you need to be to to strategically be sound and to, to, to win games. You can't give away outs. And the Yankees are giving away outs. They're, they're pro- prolonging innings by m- making mistakes and giving the other team four and five outs, which they can't do. And conversely, when they're on the base pads, they just can't be giving away big outs because it's, it's really hurting them. It's sloppy play, it's careless play, and it's the kind of play that is the re- reason that they're struggling so mightily. It's not their pitching. I'll say it again, it's not their pitching. It's their lack of hitting their poor porous defense for them. by and large their defense has been very very poor and and they've been not making the basic plays they're not turning the double plays that they need to make' they're not, they're not executing you know the, the basics that you need to to, to play tight good defense and to support your pitchers on the mound. You have to be able to do that and the Yankees are not doing that. so they're suffering defensively they're making mental lapses on the bases. I mean getting thrown out going to second and third when the plays in front of them how exactly does that happen? I mean you preach that they scream at you in spring training the coaches do and working with you to make sure that you've got you remember your fundamental play because it 's going to win you or lose you a couple of games in the course of a year they they are just they're just they're just they're just really killing themselves fundamentally. They, they're not turning double plays that they need to play. They're not making basic plays on defense. They're, they're, they're letting the right fielder is letting the, the second baseman go out and try to catch a ball that clearly isn't his ball. The right fielder should call him off. I mean, that was a play. And you've got Andahar playing the outfield. He plays it like it's mind out there. He doesn't have the experience to play out there. I mean, I'm sorry. I know what they're trying to do. They want the bat. They need the offense, so they, what they're trying to do is get the bat in there. Andaros is a terrific hitter; he's a terrific hitter. So you want that offense in there, but you're really getting hurt the other way because he's—he's, he's, you know, the the, the the ball will find you. It's a basic accident of the game. The ball will find you if you don't if you're not a great fielder. It always has a way of finding you. He's he's really really so unsure of himself out there, and it's really costing them. It's costing them a couple of times out there. So he shouldn't be out there. So and and you judge is playing center. He's played it before, but there's a lot of ground you gotta cover in center field. And I know he wants to be a team player and they're trying to do the right thing. But if something happens to him because of all that ground he's gotta, you know, travel out there, then you got a problem. You know, so right now the the outfield is just it's just ill fitting. It's just not fitting the way it should, and the infielders are not making the plays that Ashilla has been great. Ashilla is a terrific defensive player, and 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 DJ is solid defensively too. I mean, you know, but but other places they're just you know Torres is okay when he's at second at short. He's not he's not as good a shortstop. He's not that's not his natural position. It just isn't that he doesn't play it well. He he, he he should be better at it than he is. So they're getting hurt there. So you know, defensively you're getting hurt. You're getting hurt on the base paths. You know, and offensively they're not hitting. This is look if they're gonna, if they're gonna write this ship, they, they got to do it in a hurry and they got to find help from unexpected places. Where is that in the miners? they have got some help in the miners, possibly, you know, make some trades, possibly, shake it up. Maybe you need to shake it up. Maybe that's what they need to do because right now, I mean, it, it is what Yogi used to say, it gets late early. You know, it could get laid early on them, and, and that's what you don't want to see happening. I mean, the, the Yankees, have, they have a lot of talent. You look at these players, there's no excuse for them to be playing like this. None. They, they're better than this, and they've got to start showing it.
1: So you said a lot there. I want to challenge you on a couple of things, um, first being the outfield. So how do you fix it? I know you brought up Andujar. You don't like him in the outfield, or you don't like judge and center. What's I don't your love move? Judge in center.
0: Judge, judge can play it. Don't get Judge is a good athlete. Judge can play center field. It's just that you run the risk of it's you run the risk. That's a lot of ground out there. You know, go, going gap to gap. That's a lot of run. That's a lot of moving. A lot of run around out there. I just think it's 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 you know you. are I'd hate to see him get hurt out there. I just would because he's he's one of the few offensive components that's really clicking for the Yankees. I mean, I know he doesn't have a lot of runs batted in, but that's because guys are not on base. You know, he's not getting guys to drive in. He's hitting the ball. Judge is having a good year offensively. He's playing he's playing well. The Yankees need they need him on the field. He's got to stay healthy and on that field. So you, I, I just don't like to put, being put in a situation where he could get he. Could get, look, you can get hurt any time, of course. But I think you, know, I think you ratchet up a little bit more when you're playing center as you do with some of the other positions. That's all. That's my opinion.
1: Could uh, Esteban Florial be the answer?
0: He certainly defensively can play with anybody. I mean, he's, he's he's a terrific defender. He's not good. He's terrific, you know. So, but the question is, can he hit? You know, can he hit enough? I mean, but but look, they're they're struggling offensively. They're struggling defensively. They're struggling on the base paths. You know, their their starting pitching is pitched well enough, as we've talked about. Their bullpen, for the first time to me, showed some cracks against Boston. That was the first time I saw them take a hiccup. In the bullpen. But their bullpen is very strong. I, I think their pitching is going to be fine. And you, we, we haven't talked about this, just I know we will, but Severino is is, is looking really good. and, and his, He's throwing well, 98, 99 miles an hour.
1: That's a great segue. Yeah, there's something... There are some positives still to talk about here. Absolutely. You
0: can't give up. I mean, the idea that people are writing them off. I wouldn't write them off. This is no, you've you, you got a long way to go and a short time to get there. As Jerry, <laughs> Jerry Reed used to say the country singer, uh, you know, it's you've got. they Look, can they do this? Yes. But it's going to take an effort. And the more games that you lose, obviously, the further you fall behind, the more Herculean this becomes. So you don't want that. You don't ever want to be put in a situation where you find yourself in the middle of June and you find yourself 10 games out. That's the last thing you want to be. Because it's it's really hard to make those games up because the games you lose now are what, what makes the games you lose in September, like, uh, you know, less important than what you lose now. I mean, they're, they're all important. So you, you're going to have to make up that ground. So you don't want to fall too. And the other part of this is not just falling behind. It's you've got you don't have one team in front of you. You got three. Okay. Right now, I mean, I don't know that Toronto will, will ultimately hang there. But right now, the right now the Rays and the Red Sox are playing better than the Yankees. And they are a formidable challenge to the Yankees. And they're in front of them. So that's a lot they're going to have to. That's a lot they got to jump. Can they do it? Of course they could do it. And they have the talent to do it. But they've got to start. They, they've got to start fixing this now they got to start hitting and they got to play fundamental baseball and and listen it's the year of the pitcher, so nobody's hitting to be honest that's the one thing we haven't touched on either kev it's the year of the pitcher.
1: oh well if you go back in the archives i've complained about it every week (laughs) i can't stand this pitching this is unbelievable it's not good for the game the
0: state of the game the pitching in the state of the game yeah yeah the dominant
1: how dominant it's been yeah way too dominant how many no-hitters um, are
0: there? How many? I mean, there were, there
1: were almost two this week, by the way. I know. Almost two I think, more. AJ, correct me if I'm wrong. Are we up to six no-hitters this season? I believe it's six, yes. I'm typing away. I love he it. Did, he didn't really. He just hit the keyboard. He's not really typing. <laughs> he just makes you think like he's typing. Speaking he's of AJ. Toronto, yeah, Vlad Guerrero might be the MVP. Oh,
0: the season ended God. today. Oh, is he great? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could
1: be. He could. Uh, be. Fantasy baseball beginning of the season. I yeah. was like, I Did had a chance to get think? him. I had a chance, and I said, "Nah, I didn't like that he lost all that weight." Goes to show what I know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't think he was. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think it was a good pickup. Now he's going to win the triple crown. We like 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 Secretariat won the triple crown. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean
0: he, he's he's a great player. He's 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 not a good player. He's a great player. And uh, that weight really helped him. It really, really helped him. I mean, listen, it, it helps him. He, he 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 had to do it. He went. He did it. And look at the player he's become. He's a really, he's a really good player. Honestly. Yeah. He's he has exciting. no he's, uh, And I'll tell you what, he plays a pretty good first base as well. Mm-hmm. You watch him play, and he did. And uh, and remember, he came up as a third baseman, right? So he's right. playing third base. They put him over at first to. So they could, you know, they could find some room for some of the other guys that wanted to play. So, but they got they got a nice team. I, I don't know if they have enough depth, Toronto. Uh, enough to, to pitching. That's a good position, but yeah, I don't know if they have enough pitching. I don't. That I think they, their bullpen is not very good. And their starters are. I don't know if they have enough of those. So, you know, you know, when, again, pitching, pitching, and more pitching. But, uh, but, but, listen, they're, they're, they're still a tough team, and they will still they're still going to be a five hundred team or better. And and you've got and then you've got Boston in the race. So. You know, I, I listen, and the Rays are streaking. They've been on fire. They really were on fire. You know, Red Sox had their start. The Yankees have had a little bit of a run. They struggled in the beginning, first week or two of the season. Then they went on a nice little run, and then they've sort of been going back and forth, trading wins and losses. And then, and now they've, you know, they've been in, the, they've been slumping lately, and. You know, like I said, they've got to they've got to figure this out, but uh, they've got to try and find some consistency here. I, You know, it, it, look, it's not all gloom and doom. It's not all gloom and doom because they do have some really good players. And some guys are like Torres are starting to really smoke, as we talked about. He's starting to hit well. Judges hit from the beginning. Judges playing really well. So, I mean, they've got some. You know, LeMayu is starting to find a stroke. You can see he's coming. He's a little behind. He's just not had the, the – so far he's not had the – the, the year they he's had, these first two years as, as a Yankee, but he'll come around. I mean, I, you know he will. And, you know, and Frazier's starting to hit a little bit too. So they're starting to find their sea legs, which is what they need to do. And, I mean, I see more coming. I see offensively, I see some positives. But, again, they've got work to do. There's no, there's no sugarcoating this. You can't sugarcoat this, and I'm not going to. They, they have work to do, and and, uh, and, and they've got to do it or else they'll, they'll, they're going to find themselves in a little trouble.
1: I got two more positives too. Sure. Uh, Luke Voigt. Right. Another good hitter. Look, right. Looks like the, uh, by the end of next week, we might have him on the field. Yes. The Yankees might have him on the field. They've had
0: first base has been – they've got no, no production from first base offensively.
1: No, no production. So yeah. imagine he comes back and he starts hitting. That's a plus. Yes. Another plus, the Yankees are going to Minnesota where they play well. They have the Twins number every year. Yes, we, we always play well against the Twins and. In-
0: and the twins are really struggling. I mean, uh, that was a team a lot of people thought would, you know, they were usually all the chalk in that division. You know, with, with, although you gotta gotta love the White Sox, what the White Sox can do. But the reality is that, that no one saw the the Twins playing as poorly as they're playing. They're, they're, they've not uh, they're having trouble. and Good, you know what? The Yankees need a break. They need to catch a team that's uh, the Yankees could uh, could do some damage against. And maybe that team is Minnesota. Hopefully, how about we
1: move to, move over to some emails? Sure. I've got big email news, Flip. how
0: What's do you that? know when you
1: uh, how do you know when you made it?
0: When there's B- Miguel Andahar there. and, and <laughs> Frazier call your podcast and tell you
1: that they they want your uh, head. Well, they're not my head. I've never said anything <laughs> bad about either <laughs> No, one they of want them. my head. They want yeah. your head. Uh, uh, we have a new email address. We do. What is it? We do Curtaincall at yesnetwork.com. Curtain call at yesnetwork.com. That's great. It's
0: I'll like, you, knew <laughs> it's like, <laughs>
1: it's like you, you know somebody. You know somebody in IT. At, yes. Gave us our own email address. I, I don't know anybody in IT. I can tell you that. Well, I know Gavin in IT who does a great job. Oh, Gavin is great. Yes. Gavin is great. Yeah. yeah. He, maybe that's more operations, but he does a great job.
0: Well, you know, Gavin does like everything, he's one of those like, uh, great utility I don't want to call a utility guy because it seems like he's that's I don't know what that means but other than to say that everything he does he does really well and he's one of those indispensable people that an organization needs to have to function and function at a high level he has just been he's awesome and he's uh, uh he's, he's just a genuine good guy and besides
1: being very talented Gavin Hornack let's give him his full name for credit you know yes. why he looks so good because he followed Jason Marshall I think that helps it's hard to
0: face it. It's really hard not to look good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh,
1: you know, I like Jason sort of. All right. Let's get these emails. Yes. Stephen from New York. As somebody who is in the media himself, I'd like to ask Flip what his most challenging broadcast was while at Yes and what was his most rewarding?
0: Wow. Most challenging broadcast at Yes and what was my our most, my most rewarding? Wow. Um, I would say most rewarding for different reasons, obviously would be Jeter's 3000th was just because it was Jeter and it was just historic and we didn't miss anything. We were just so prepared for that moment when it came and, you know, it's one thing to, uh, to do your homework, it's another thing. When the moment comes, to know exactly what to do with it and to handle it in a way that brings uh, that take that chronicles a moment because how you chronicle a moment is almost as important as the moment itself because it's how people are going to remember that moment. So to do to do it right by history and to do it right by such a great player like like Derek Jeter was just so important to us to his legacy and to the legacy of yes so. Uh, that, that was that was just and Michael's call was just was terrific, and everything about it was just was layered so well with them. It was, it was a home run too, and it was just everything just sort of came together, and we knew what to do at the moment when it happened. So that was a great moment, and I would say, of you know, obviously of, of for, for history, and because it was George Steinbrenner, the passing of George Steinbrenner was um, was uh, I mean to, to have that happen as suddenly as it did. And for us to be on the air for like 14 hours live, you know, sort of uh, endless coverage, live coverage in the moment, and to get the guests that we had and to put the pieces, the tribute pieces together that we did and to be spread out. It was the all-star break and to find that uh, Joe Girardi was managing the Yankees won the World Series at all 9 So this was 10. So Joe was managing the all-star team in, um, in Anaheim. And we were able to get, obviously, Joe in about – uh, five or six of the Yankees who were a part of that team to, you know, come on and be guests to talk about it and also to talk about the passing of George and what he meant to the Yankees, obviously the history of baseball and to the Yankee organization and to just, you know, the game itself. But the, uh, and also the guests that we were able to, to, uh, to attract from and get uh, from all walks of the baseball world, but the world of entertainment and the world of, 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 of just of every day. And to have it had the meaning that it had and to pay it the homage that we did to Mr. Steinbrenner and do it in the way in which we did it uh, would have made him very, very proud and very honored. So that was a great, you know, was as sad as it was, and it was terribly sad, uh, it was a very historic, but a w- very equally uh, uh, was a rewarding show, show day for us. And yes, so I would say those two stick out. Uh, more than I would say, is that we've had a lot of great moments, wonderful moments. But those two, in terms of moments of game coverage, and then maybe the series that was some of the series or the history of the Yankees, which I was lucky enough to work on as part of the Yankeeography series, was was great. That was so to be able to document the rich and varied and the history and tradition of the Yankees, and to do it in a, like, I it. we did it in like a four or five part series, if I remember right, and. Uh, uh a couple of hours each part so it was it was really was very it was a real labor of love but it was uh very rewarding to be able to chronicle that history so that that i would say those would, say would be the most rewarding um difficult uh i don't know difficult what would you say Kev? you got a difficult curtain one curtain call curtain call would be the most difficult one. i'm going with that this this particular episode i would say would be the most laborious
1: we are kind of just getting through it. How about we have a little entertainment here? Here's one from Herman from Stanford. Well, I don't think <laughs> you guys have okay. yeah, Herman from Stanford. Well, okay. I don't think you guys have ever revealed your ages. Yeah. The way you talk makes me think there's an age gap. Just a little one. Yeah. Uh-huh. After all, Flip go, did go to high school with Abraham Lincoln. see Herman's funny. I like that. Yes, he's very funny. If I'm right, I think this could be an interesting question for you two to, to debate. Are backflips good for baseball we might have had this debate at one point
0: well see I am older and I am old school uh, and though I've sort of recognized that I guess there's a place in it uh, but as far as I'm concerned no I don't I don't I don't want to show the other team up uh, to me' it's showing the other team up you could say it's celebrating you could take that I guess you could take that 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 uh, sort of uh, line of thought and you probably wouldn't be wrong but i'm going with it to me it's all i'm old school and you're, you're so you're showing your team up but i prefer just to hit the home run you run around the bases and be done with it
1: so you like the paul o'neill home run yeah yeah okay. I, I think i do yeah i don't disagree with that i prefer a paul o'neill home run yeah. But we have to remember the campaign let them play or let the kids play like yeah, yeah. we we have to let them show personality. Um like I loved when Jabba Chamberlain would get excited on the mound. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where where were you on that? Did you um, like that?
0: Well, that kind of emotion like I you know, I listen, I there's a place for emotion. I I suspect, but I think but if it if it comes when you you're showing the other team up and I guess there's a fine line between you know, genuine rallies. You know, showing emotion and then showing the other, showing the other team up. I think. Look, look at Derek Jeter. People say it was boring, but he never showed the other team up. He never did. I, I'll tell you uh, a story that, uh, that along those lines, real quickly. Jeter, what, what, when he got his um, hit to become the all-time hit leader of the Yankees, you remember? Right. Yep. So he waited at first base. And I want to say it was the tiger. It was either the Rays or the Tigers. I'm blanking. Which I, I think it was the Rays, but I'm not 100 percent sure who it was. I think it was the Rays. And he waited. To the, the crowd was cheering, and he they they wanted it, the, the, the crowd wanted him to acknowledge them, and he wouldn't do it. He waited. He waited until the Rays showed some emotion, like they came out and they clapped, before he would acknowledge the crowd because he didn't want to show the Rays up. Now, in a moment like that, in a regular season game, when he's, he's passing, this historic milestone that he passed to become the hit leader, you would really think—do well, you think they would have been gotten upset? Nobody was going to get upset, but that's how Derek Jeter was. And that, to me, there was a class in that in, in his behavior, and uh, just the respect for the game, to me, that says, yeah, you could say bat flips are good, and this is good, and that's fine. And you know, maybe, maybe I don't—I don't, I don't know—that you're wrong. But I do know that there's an argument to be made for the other side of it, which to me is is this, this class. Yeah, you're I'm not, sure not going to
1: argue. No one's going to argue that Derek Jeter played the game right, right? Like everyone knows he played the game right. Um, my only thought is it's okay if there's a bat. I don't want yeah. them to be throwing the bat, right? But show yeah. some emotion, have yeah, some fun. I, I
0: guess that's it. Uh, you know what? Right, right now, we could the Yankees uh, use could use some emotion. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing if they were to, throw, you know, throw a few bodies either. You know, <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to do it. I mean, it's 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 just it's, it's 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 fighting. It's frustrating. It's it's, but you know, you you've got to. Um, sometimes you just got to do it. You just, you just have to let it out because it's uh, uh, there's no. That's the way you get results. Sometimes is to is to, to really let your true feelings come out. June seventh, nineteen
1: sixty seven. Do you know what happened on that day? That's this day in history, by the way, when we no. record. The Yankees draft with the first pick overall, Ron Bloomberg.
0: Oh, yeah. Was this the first draft?
1: Was that the oh, first, What know. was
0: the first year of the, the draft?
1: First draft was 1965, so two years 65, after 65.
0: So it's two years after. Okay, first draft was 65. That must be AJ. Hello, AJ.
1: Hello, Flip. Hello. Thanks Producer AJ. You. Yes. You know what we should do? We should what get we Bloomberg do? on the podcast. See if we could get him on the podcast.
0: Well, you know he's not doing anything now. I mean, he's uh he's, he was mayor for a while, and then he decided to do something else, and he's not mayor anymore. So you know he's around. We can I'm sure we could get him, and you know he's got that great financial empire that he has. Oh, we talk about a different Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I'm that idiot. one uh right over my head oh
0: did it ever i mean it went 40 miles over your head i'm just <laughs> waiting for you to say something no okay sorry uh ron Bloomberg, yeah that wow, that's a, that's actually for you that's actually a great
1: idea right. yeah for me <laughs> especially for you but but no it's a great idea all right i'll call him i'll see what see what we can do in the book well we know people at the yankees i'm sure we could get them <laughs> uh, don't be so sure <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. We'll do our best. Uh, yeah, because I want to know. Like you, when you're in the moment, you you don't really know what's happening. But I want to know. Like, did he know how influential that first that bat was as DH? I'm sure he had no idea that the history would be. I mean, that's how he's remembered. I mean, I, I
0: mean, if you say, and I'm not saying he was a bad player. He actually wasn't a bad player. I mean, he was probably. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm really going off the top of my head. 270, 275 lifetime hitter, something like that. No,
1: 280 maybe. Yeah, something like that. I think he batted over 300 as a Yankee, if that helps. Okay, and he was with a couple of teams, um, but I mean his career So he
0: clearly could hit. So, but he, who knew that, that that would be part of history the way that,
1: that's always remembered—the first DH. I wonder that could be like a blessing and a curse. Okay, as a Yankee, he batted 302. Good for you. Good. That's good recall. Um, Proud of you. I, I wonder if he ever gets upset about that. Cause he batted three Oh two in pinstripes and all they talk about is the DH. Well,
0: let me talk about something, you know, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. You know, and
0: you know what? But, and, and he was like, I'm trying to recall. I mean, I, I guess because he was, he wasn't the first DH was that because they wanted the offense. or was it because they, they, uh, uh, he wasn't uh, you know, as
1: as um, um, solid defensively as he was offensively as a player. Good question. It was 19 – what was the year? Does anyone know? Uh, 60, did AJ? you say
0: 68?
1: Well, oh, 67 was when um, he got drafted. But, yeah, when was the first DH? 73? 73, I believe, yes.
0: Okay. We said okay. 60, 65 was the first year of the draft. Is that what we said? Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can see that.
1: Hmm. I feel like I'm picking on Babe Ruth a lot. Should I tell you the next this day in history? Or or should we just leave Babe Ruth alone? Why are you
0: picking on Babe Ruth?
1: Remember last time I we talked about him getting uh he, him being captain for only five days? Yes. Well that was you who brought up that, that lame story.
0: Lame? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean seriously, the five days. I mean like like if it was some indictment on Babe Ruth.
1: Okay, then I'll leave it alone. I won't mention
0: it. No, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I mean, you've, God knows you've
1: done enough of that already.
0: So go ahead, <laughs> go ahead.
1: Tell me, I'm not. No, no. Now I have a uh, Babe Ruth shy. I'm not doing it. No, don't be. Don't be. The weather this weekend was good. What'd you do?
0: Um, I stayed home, watched the Pride of the Yankees, and I watched <laughs> the Curse of the Bambino, and
1: I watched, I watched the Babe Ruth story, and I what? I watched the Yankees Red Sox. What do you think I did? And you got to stay home and watch all those movies by just pressing a button. You didn't have to go to Blockbuster. Uh, you know, some things are, are magical. It's like the app. <laughs> it's like our app. Don't forget, uh, you want that app. Yeah, download it and please rate and review. You don't have to subscribe. Just download, rate, and review. And by the way, uh, the
0: rate and review it. You'd like it because the video quality is excellent. They did some job with the app. Matt Duarte and... And uh, you, you were involved in that.
1: I would say so, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. trying to be nice. I'm trying to give you a little pop here. You
0: know, let me you know say nice things about you.
1: Uh, you see, Cece Sabathia is becoming like a softball star in, in uh, Central Park.
0: That's not surprising. I mean, he he plays in that. He has that. Uh, he and Amber have that. His wife Amber have that. Uh, that celebrity uh, softball tournament uh, that they they to raise uh, the special. Uh, they they raise yeah. money for. Uh, foundation for cc's foundation pitch in yeah yeah good, but he's good just product. playing
1: like regular games in central park now cc is yeah
0: well good i mean should, he's retired right he's, he's you know he could he's got a nice job with the yankees he's in the front office he's got a big job there and you know and uh so he likes to play softball i think that's great who now who else is on that uh and that we should find out who else is in that uh, that plays in that charity softball game for uh cc and amber
1: Okay, I can find that out. I mean, you
0: want me to sit here and wait? I mean, I can wait. i have said to play. Where you go with this?
1: I can find. Well, where are you going with this? I can find, well, the, I can find I that know. out, I and we can talk about, about, about it next week. Give uh, Give CC a pop for his for his uh, softball. Well, well his I promise we'll do that next week. How's that? Right.
0: Go to work on Bloomberg, though. I think that would be great.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll call. So, uh, talk to her, like Brielle. Brielle was really good
0: at that. Brielle singing. She,
1: she's very good. So,
0: she's she's
1: going to help us get Bucky Dent too.
0: So we have oh, – Bucky's great. Bucky's a good guest.
1: Yeah. So we have a lot to look forward to.
0: Yeah. We've been using his take because having bit in the middle of, obviously, the, the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, obviously, right in the middle of it, right smack dab in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. To get his take before this weekend. And now get his take after this weekend as to, you know, about, the, you know, that, that series and, the, you know, what it really means, not only historically, but, but also what it means in its, uh, its present incarnation. So we can
1: ask him that I suppose. That's the way we get him, right? Yeah. And the good news is they're gonna be Yankees play the Red Sox a ton moving forward. Yep. True.
0: Well, Kev, what do you think? Is it time to land a plane?
1: It's been time, yeah. Let's land this guy.
0: In the words of the great Ashley Pegazi, it's time to land a plane. We look forward to our our, our, our next shows and Thank you. Rod Bloomberg, that would be awesome. And Bucky Dent, that would be awesome too. So uh, thank you for your patronage. We love you and we look forward to next time. Take care of yourself. Till then, let's go Yanks.